welcome to Pro Construction Guide series of ProCasts. So this episode, we're going to give you some tips on effectively working with your spouse and the rest of your team. I'm kind of thinking this is going to be a great podcast. This is a little different than what we normally do. So um, many of you out there do work with your spouses and, and others with the team. So I'm looking for some great information from this podcast. I'm John Gordon. And I'm David Dovel. Thanks for joining us. Pro Construction Guide magazine regularly brings you a new ProCast built exclusively for you, the professional contractor. It's the only podcast for pros, hosted by pros and with successful contractors as our guest. You can listen to any ProCast at ProConstructionGuide.com or iTunes. So this episode, as I said, we're going to be talking about working with your spouse in a construction business. Uh, not really that unusual. Welcome to Pro Construction Guide series of ProCasts, Elizabeth and Anthony Wilder. You guys are going to talk today about uh, something that I think could benefit everybody. Can you give us like the 30-second bio on Anthony Wilder Design Build and the two of you? First of all, thank you for this opportunity. We're excited about sharing what we've learned with you guys. Um, the firm was founded by Anthony in 1990, um, and we provide architectural design, interior design, and construction services for residential properties. Our tagline is Architecture with Whimsy, and we love a definition we found by Bob Goff. It's that nagging idea that life could be magical, it could be extraordinary if we were only willing to take a few risks. And through our unwavering commitment to delivering the ultimate design-build experience, every team member at Anthony Wilder is committed to inspiring our clients to live their dreams. So for over 20 years, we've been creating award-winning projects in and around the Washington, D.C. area. If you want to see some of the projects, take a look at our website at anthonywilder.com. Awesome. Now, so that's a lot of information. Anthonywilder.com is your website. Sounds like that's a place to get some good information. How did you guys end up uh, decide to work together? Because some folks would be like, never. Others, it works really well. Well, I guess think of it this way. When you typically you see a builder, he has a piece of wood and a pen on, in his hand to write all his notes down. And Liz didn't, never operated like that. She was systems-driven, process-driven, and very much her business savvy was far and beyond anything I had ever seen. And we just happened to fall in love at the same time we met, I mean immediately. And it was sort of one of those meant-to-be epiphanies that you're fortunate enough to run across in life, and we've been a perfect balance for each other. I like the empathic, visual side of the business, and Liz loves the making sure all the numbers work. That's a win. So people will tell you that that doesn't always work out so well, especially spouses, not just to mention two people who are wired differently. So why did you guys stay in the business with this whole thing? Well, I think we, we, we definitely had the questions early on, you know, do we want to put all our eggs in this basket and be vulnerable, particularly in an industry that we know is cyclical. Mm -hmm. But I think as we learned more about how powerful we were as a team and we had some amazing mentors, we realized that, you know, not only could we make this happen, but we could make it happen in a way that was beyond what either of us dreamed about. It was a powerful, you know, combination of our skills along with timing in life and meeting some amazing people that really steered us in the right direction. So it worked good. Absolutely. So, Anthony, answer this for me. 
What did you like about having Elizabeth in the business? Well, I think, uh, first of all, I'd say that I felt that my vulnerability had literally dissipated like snow on the, on the water. I felt that I had been sort of in a tyranny of disappointments uh, because at the end of the year, the numbers never really worked. And uh, she just got it right away and started doing a lot of research and realizing that I was way off track and where we could be. And I was, of course, very excited once I was introduced to Linda Case and started realizing that, you know, we really are worth way more than we think we are. That's that's good. Now, I got, what do you do? Because working, spouses working together, you've got a relationship in the business and outside the business. And how did you manage to keep both of them right? Well, that's a great question. I mean, there's layers. There's three layers. There's a business partner, a married partner, a friend, and you try to keep just one of those working well. Now try to layer three of them. I think it's just a matter of uh, you maturing to a point where you understand what your needs are and you understand your vulnerabilities and you understand more about what's needed in life and what you pay if you don't have, in essence, in our case, a process-driven company. I think it just enlivened us that what we had going was something we'd not seen in any business. And I think, too, you know, just realizing that you treat each other the same way you treat your employees, that you're respectful with each other. I think having some of the people come in and some of the seminars we've attended, that trust is the foundation of everything. It's true not in a marriage, not just in a marriage, but also in the company as well. We have some little sayings that we have we, that we like and we put up on the rafters in the firehouse. One is talk to, not about, which is really true at work as well as at home, is if you have an issue with someone, you talk to them about it, not you know, several other people that really can't affect anything different. Mm -hmm. And then we also have another one that there's no meeting after the meeting. So if in a meeting you have something to say, say it then rather than holding on to it and expressing it later because you've kind of lost the momentum and it, it uses a lot of extra energy to address something at a later date rather than immediately. Good, solid advice. Absolutely. So so how do you deal with differences of opinion about, you know, how you manage the business? Well, we've, we've recently um, instituted uh, something called managing partners, and we agreed that in that group of people that we would come to consensus decisions rather than majority decisions because each of us brings a different perspective. So Anthony's perspective is always full of creativity and is very emotional. Mine tends to be more unemotional. In fact, each of the managing partners runs a, a portion of the company. So to have enough trust in each other that we can come to consensus, that we don't need to use majority rules, that way everybody's voice is heard and we understand each other and respect each other. Just the whole idea of open book management has a lot to do with what Liz is filtering through to you just now was that everyone knows the numbers. So you keep everybody involved, and it's not just, it sounds like it's not just you guys. As I listen to your favorite sayings and stuff, Elizabeth, that you talked about, it's kind of like you have some pretty good healthy rules for everybody, and, and just being able to live by those yourselves, it, it just helps the relationship as well. 
Yeah, I would say you know we went to the Great Game of Business, Jack Stack's book. Yeah, we read, everybody read it, and I think the transparency of that and the responsibility. So it's not just that you're transparent because we were that before, but the actual responsibility that belongs to each person in the company and what their role is in our success. I think has been tremendously helpful in our decision making and when we have differences of opinion, you know, when you when you're transparent and you can see what makes the company successful and that you are willing to give people the responsibility to do their job, I think that does help us a lot. Very cool. Before we continue our conversation, I just want to take a break to tell you that the October November issue of Pro Construction Guide uh, magazine uh, we'll be out at your local Home Depot in just a few weeks. But if you want to read um, the first or the the free issue um, before it hits the stores, you can just subscribe to Pro Construction Guide's newsletter, and you can get a link to the digital issue. And to do that, you just go to ProConstructionGuide.com and look for the free subscription application. It's in the top right corner of the homepage. Anthony and Elizabeth, do you have additional advice for our listeners? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I think that the most important thing is learning to get out of the way. That's probably one of the most powerful things I heard from Rosie. From uh, He was one of our mentors. It just hit me where I stood. And I think, you know, we've seen a lot of companies through NARI and Remodeler's Advantage, and everyone runs their company differently. And it's all about, it kind of, their whole universe is about the way they see life, not anybody, not anyone else. And we really find that when you kind of allow other people to show up and take responsibility for the company, and then they start taking over and, and writing down all these kind of visions for the company and where it's going and spend maybe a half an hour capturing everybody's attention, we know we're on the right track. And yeah. I think that the book, Jack Sack book, and Zingerman's with Ari and teachings, I think you, could not, you cannot go wrong with those two particular ones. All right, so i got to ask this question. We kind of touched on it earlier, but what about work-life balance when you work with your spouse? Does, does work just automatically come home? No. I think that we believe very much in what Linda Case taught us about work-life balance, that in order to be successful and a happy person, there has to be a balance. So you, I think Anthony and I try very hard not to take business home with us, but we do recognize that we are just one person. We're not a person different at work than we are at home. And finding space to be who you are, not just the business person that you are, is really an important aspect. Like Anthony loves to go paddleboarding. He makes time to do that. I love to play golf and go walking with the dogs. So I think if you work yourself to the bone that you begin to lose the other pieces of yourself that made you dynamic to begin with. So being one whole person and recognizing that you're not just this person that is at work, but you're also a human being that has other interests, and, do, and making time for those is an important aspect. All right. This sounds like good advice, period, but clearly it works for you guys. So with professionals, listen, I always try to ask our guests, or I always ask our guests to try to summarize what they think are like maybe the main points. Can you say this one, two, three, whatever it is, what do you guys think our pro listeners should take away from this whole conversation about working with your spouse? Say, so, you know, one is uh, we use this aphorism, when you get furious, get curious. What does that mean? Very powerful. I mean, if somebody's touched a wound in you, you're going to get mad. 
if I tell you you have purple hair, you're not going to get mad. But if I hit something within you that you're trying to hide or you don't want to deal with, you're going to get furious. That's the time for you to, it's almost a gift for you to take a look at yourself and say, what's in my way? What's getting in the way of our communication? Because he said something very powerful that I didn't like to hear. So what do I got going on with that? Got it. And then open yourself up to, you know, one another and read Jack Stack's books and Zingerman's of Ann Arbor, Michigan. If you take his training, I'm telling you, it will change your life, your company's life. And then the most important thing at the end, I would have to add, I just thought of is buy your own building. Don't rent. That's your cash flow for when you retire. Got it. And I'll just add to it that being passionate about what you do and being kind to each other and, you know, the people that you rely on, you know, in the company, your clients and your trade partners is a big deal. Dream big is huge because it's difficult in this very logistical business of remodeling and building to get mired in the details. So remembering to dream big and question everything you believe in. So those are, those are my last couple. Yeah, I think those are all gems. Awesome. Anthony and Elizabeth, thanks so much for your time and sharing expertise and the secrets uh, to what's made you guys so successful, not just in the business, but in business as husband, husband and wife. So uh, awesome job there. If you guys would like, if folks would like uh, more information about Anthony Wilder Design Build, you can check out the company's website at anthonywilder.com. That's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-W-I-L-D-E-R.com. Thank you for that. Now it's time for us to jump into John and Dave's spare parts box. So we'll dive in and see what's in there, David, today. What do you got? I just wanted to touch base. It's kind of staying with what we're talking about today with as far as a contractor or being a, a, a contractor to a homeowner. I, I visited with a, with a woman yesterday that uh, has a contractor that has been working for her, but he's not been on the job. And I just think that this is important for us to look at. We as contractors and all of our professionals out there listening, if you have a job that's going on and you're running it, you're running it from afar and you don't have someone on the job that's really paying attention to the job. In other words, a superintendent, I realize every business owner can't be on the job, but you should have at least someone on the job that knows what's going on. This is huge, and I, I think it can slip by because we, we know what's going on most of the time, but the homeowner doesn't. So someone has to be there for them to explain what's going on every day. And, you know, someone has to be there to make sure the subs are showing up or that they're, the, the materials are being checked in. So, so if everybody gets sucked into all the other things going on, you got to figure out a way to make that happen. It sounds like good advice. It do, and I think that's uh, I I think that's where it's at. It's it's pretty simple. Just just pay attention and be their advocate because that's really what we're there for as general contractors. Pay attention to that, and I th I think uh, life will be a lot easier. Good deal. Thank you for that, sir. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard today, like us on iTunes. Tell a friend about the Procast on iTunes and at ProConstruction.com. Hey, if you haven't gotten your copy of the latest Pro Construction Guide magazine, visit the Home Depot closest to you. They'll have copies at the Pro Desk, or you can go to ProConstructionGuide.com, and you can read the digital issue there. If you've got any feedback for us, give us a call at 866-647-2346. Leave a message. We really do want to hear your thoughts. We'll see you on our next episode of Pro Construction Guide Magazine's ProCast podcast. We're hoping that you'll make us a valuable tool in your toolbox.